Hello, everyone. Welcome back to March is the Start. It's your host, Easton Harnick. We are here on the evening of Friday, November 4th. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a little bit of this upcoming week of the college basketball season. We are three days away from the first game of the college basketball season. Get excited. Get your popcorn ready. Sit on your couch. It's an all-day affair the first day of college basketball. Um, get tuned in, watch your favorite team. Basically, everybody's teams are going to be playing that first day of college basketball, so it should be a fun day for everyone. Thanks for listening to the last podcast that came out on Tuesday evening. Uh, get your gambling straight, get, your, get, get some of your future picks in, uh, get your money up. So uh, today's episode, like I said, we're going to be talking about some of these games uh, in the first week of the college basketball slate. Um, and then we're going to have a couple picks. We're going to do three picks at the end. Uh, we're going to have three college basketball picks every single day throughout the whole entire season, uh, Sunday to Saturday, every single day. Um, go follow the Twitter at March is a start, the Instagram at March is a start. Uh, picks will be posted on both of those places every single day. We're going to keep a year to date record, a unit record, see how much we're up, see how much we're down. Um, hopefully we're up though, you know, like always bet responsibly, but at the same time, bet your house on it. All right, let's get into the first game of the day here on Monday, November 7th. We're going to start off the college basketball season at 11 a.m., first game of the year with Baylor versus Mississippi Valley State. Baylor trying to get right. Coach Scott Drew um, coming off that NCAA tournament loss last year against North Carolina in the second round. Uh, You know, they lost a couple pieces last year, lost Matthew Mayer, lost Jeremy Sohan. Um, They're going to try and start their year off at the right way um, against Baylor. Second game that you should be keeping your eye out for. Um, is South Dakota State versus Akron at 6 o'clock. You know, South Dakota State is not the favorite to win their conference. Uh, well, Robert says, but this is still a team that you gotta, you got to keep an eye on uh, to, to make a run at making the NCAA tournament this year. Uh, they're going to be ready to go, as they always are. Uh, Akron is the favorite to win their conference to make the NCAA tournament. This is going to be a really good um, mid-major early season basketball game that you got to tune into. So six o'clock it's at Akron, uh, South Dakota state at Akron at six o'clock on Monday night. Um, another game that we got to tune into here is we got to see first time head coach Kyle Neptune at Villanova replacing Jay Wright. Um, I'm really interested to see how the transition is going to be there. Um, we don't know everything quite yet. We're, we're, we're a little skeptical maybe of Villanova. I do think that Jay Wright, I've said this before, I, I don't think Jay Wright would lo- leave this program in a bad spot. I think they're going to be ready to go right off the rip, and, and they're going to come out firing against LaSalle. But um, just something to watch, you know, how does he manage rosters? How is the offense different? What's the defensive scheme look like? It's going to be interesting. So 5.30 on Monday night, we got Villanova versus LaSalle at Villanova, of course. Um Next game up, we got Duke versus Jacksonville State at 6 o'clock on Monday night. Duke, again, uh, first-year head coach John Shire replacing legendary Coach K. Uh, Duke is off-the-wall talented. I believe they had three of the top five recruits in this past recruiting class. They're going to be big this year. Um, Jeremy Roach is returning for them, which is going to help. You know, that's that's really their main returner from last year. But it's going to be interesting to see how John Shire – moves this team. I've, I've seen a lot of people already already crowning John Shire as a great new head coach after after one exhibition game. Not saying that he won't be, but I'd like to maybe pump the brakes on that a little bit um, before we just go in and immediately say that he's going to be a great coach. So Duke playing at Cameron Indoor against Jacksonville State at 6 o'clock. 
Uh, that's definitely going to be one to turn into. I'm sure that one will be on ACC Network, maybe C- maybe ACC Network Extra. Um, check your check your local provider for where you can watch that. But um, going to be a good one with Duke and Jacksonville State. Uh, obviously, Duke heavy favorite in this game. They'll come out on top, I'm sure. But be interested to see what John Shire is looking like in his first game as the head coach. Moving straight at the six o'clock windows full. You know, six o'clock we got Duke, Jacksonville State, South Dakota State versus Akron, as I've already stated. And then we got Dayton. Who's uh, who's a heavy favorite this year to do really well? You know they have good Final Four odds, um, and they play Lindenwood at six o'clock. Maybe this is a team that before you want to place that any Dayton futures bets, you know, like maybe to win the conference, anything like that. Maybe you want to watch them once or twice. You can watch them for the first time at six o'clock um, on Monday night. Uh, they're a really interesting team to be following this year. As we all know, they they uh, were really good three years ago when the tournament got canceled due to COVID um, and, you know, they're, they're looking to come back this year. So let, let's see what Dayton's made about this year, you know, uh, and get a good read on them to start the year. Now this next one's going to be really interesting. We got Murray state versus St. Louis at St. Louis at seven o'clock. St. Louis, a little bit of an underdog um, to make the NCAA tournament this year. You know, their, their conference is going to be really stacked. So, but they're definitely a team to look into possibly making the NCAA tournament. I'm not saying they will get in that large bid, but even if they wouldn't win their conference, it wouldn't surprise me to see, see St. Louis get in that large bid. Um, they're playing a really good Murray State team, a team that made the round of 32 last year um, and did lose to St. Peter's. But uh, they are without their coach from last year, Matt McCone, Mick Mahone. He's at LSU now. So Murray State, what are they going to look like? They've been very good the past, you know, like, four or five years, uh, obviously at John Morant for a while. And, and um, last year they had a really solid team all around. So um, interesting to see what they're going to look like against the St. Louis team. I believe Murray State is still the favorite to win their, win their uh, conference. So uh, be interesting to see here. I think St. Louis is going to be really good. Um, I think they are going to give uh, a run at the top of their conference and, and maybe have a chance at getting that automatic bid. But that is going to round out the Monday night slate. Uh, moved into Tuesday, only two games here that I think that I think we should be really watching. Um, Tuesday, uh, Purdue versus Milwaukee at Purdue at 5:30. Let's see what Purdue looks like without their absolute workhorse Jaden Ivey from last year. I'm interested to see Zach Eady's minutes. You know, with a guy like Zach Eady, it's really interesting because he's he's a huge guy. I mean, you're talking seven three, seven four. Um, center down there who's dominant you know he was averaging uh double double last year and less than 18 minutes uh a game I believe so a guy that just he he is very efficient when he's in the game it's always interesting to see those guys' stamina you know those big tall statue guys that that are a little bit bigger and I'm not on the skinny side um see what they can do so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they use Zach Eady, what kind of minutes he's going to be playing to start the year. Um, and I'm sure it'll change throughout the year, but really interesting game right away. 530 Tuesday night, Purdue um, versus Milwaukee at Purdue. The other game that I think you should keep, keep attention to, keep an eye on on Tuesday night is South Carolina versus South Carolina State. Now, uh, South Carolina State probably going to be pretty bad this year. South Carolina um, also not look to do very well in the SEC. However, they do have um, Gigi Jackson, uh, who was committed to the University of North Carolina, decommitted this summer. 
uh, reclassified and then committed to South Carolina. So he's going to be there. Um, he was the supposed to be the number one overall recruit uh, in this year's recruiting class, the class of 23. Now he is uh, at South Carolina after he left a year early. It'll be interesting to see how much he plays. I'm sure he plans on being a one-and-done type of guy. Uh, that's usually the thought when you reclassify is that you're going to be there for a short amount of time. So South Carolina versus South Carolina State, not maybe exactly watching the team as much in that one, but uh, more just looking at the guy in G.G. Jackson at 6 o'clock for South Carolina State. Moving on to Wednesday, uh, we already talked about head coach Matt McMahon uh, leaving Murray State to go to LSU. That's why I think you should watch on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, LSU versus the University of Kansas City. Uh, LSU had a lot of turnover last year. They, you know, they've been in some hot water after people left. They, they got in some trouble, and everybody just kind of took off. There was a time uh, this past offseason where they had two people on their on their roster um obviously they have a full roster now um i think coach matt mcmahon is a perfect guy to bring this team and bring this program uh some positive light after a little bit of negative light the past couple years so be interesting to watch them see what he does right away with this lsu men's basketball team the next team i think you should watch is shaheen holloway's seton hall team uh, obviously, Shaheen Holloway at St. Peter's last year when they made that great run. They play Monmouth at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. Uh, get an early look at, at Seton Hall, you know, a team that a lot of people have predicted to do very well in the Big East. I wasn't quite as high on them because I think I need to see uh, just a little bit more from Shaheen Holloway as a head coach before I quite say that they're an absolute tournament lock. I do think Seton Hall will be just fine. They'll be decent this year. Uh, more than likely looking at a bubble team in my eyes, but... Um, it'll be interesting to see what he does with that program if he can if he can continue the upward trend that Seton Hall's been on, um, and see what they can do with that team. So that's seven o'clock. Two games on Wednesday: LSU and Kansas City at seven, Seton Hall and Monmouth at seven o'clock. All right, moving into our Thursday slate, we've got Kansas versus North Dakota State. This one, not as much uh, a close game that I'm predicting, but more than just watching two teams that uh, are going to play good, hard basketball. You know, it's always, always fun watching the game at Allen Fieldhouse, and I'm, I'm sure it'll be no different. Last night, uh, Kansas did have a, a little scrimmage where they, they struggled. Uh, it, it didn't look great until Grady Dick started getting it going. Um, the way I watched that last night, the way it seems is as Grady Dick goes, Kansas will go. So, uh, I mean, it is putting a lot of pressure on, on a freshman to, to carry that much weight at a good program. I think he's a guy that can do it. Um, I'm not sure if anybody's heard the news. I'm sure you have, but Kansas will be without Bill Self for their first five games following a recruiting violation. Um, it was a self-ban from the school to ban him. Uh, so, and, and we'll talk about this in later episodes, but uh, they, they do play Duke. Uh, in the second week of the season, and they will be without um, Bill Self for that game. So really interesting one there, just just uh, because you aren't exactly sure what you're going to get from Kansas uh, without Bill Self. I'm sure I'm sure the assistants will be ready to go, and and they'll be just fine. But uh, it's definitely something to look out for. Uh, Kansas does not lose at Allen Fieldhouse, but NDSU is going to be a good Summit League team this year, and and maybe without Bill Self, yeah, maybe look at them to. Uh, make this one close, maybe pull the upset. Maybe that's something you want to look into betting-wise. Uh, the line is not out for that game yet just because it is on Thursday. 
but maybe you want to look into the NDSU spread in that game and maybe even bump it down a few po- bump it down a few points and uh, get plus odds on their spread just without Bill Self and, and with a young team coming in this year. So that's at 7 o'clock on Thursday night. Also uh, at 7 o'clock on Thursday night, we got Texas versus Houston Christian. Texas, a team that had huge expectations coming into last year that did not meet them, um, still made the NCAA tournament and had an okay year, but they were really up and down in one of the streakier teams in, in the Big 12 last year. So they're going to be taking on Houston Christian, who's who's going to be pretty bad this year, but – um, I want to see, I want to see how Texas is doing. I want to see you get an early read. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these top teams, you want to get an early read on them. You want to get an early look maybe before you're placing some of your future bets. So, uh, Chris Beard, head coach of Texas, obviously, I'm sure he's going to be ready to go. He'll be, he'll be hyped up for that game. That game is at Texas. Of course, it's at eight o'clock on Thursday night, get an early quick look at Texas, uh, see if they can play a, a complete game because that's what they struggled with last year is they just could not put 40 minutes of solid basketball together really at any point throughout the year. And that's, that's what killed them throughout the year. Um, next one, Friday, this is the last day of the week that we're going to be going over um, on our episode on Tuesday of next week. We'll go over a little bit of what uh, we saw on Monday night, possibly Tuesday night. And then uh, maybe what to look for for the weekend games and, and some of them, Monday, Tuesday games coming up of the next week. But rounding out, here's where we get finally some some good matchups, some really great basketball being played on this Friday night. Uh, starting off, start your night off right at 5.30. Get off work at 5 o'clock. Drive home as fast as you can and put on Gonzaga versus Michigan State at 5.30. I, like I said in the last episode, we talked a little bit about betting. I think Michigan State's a good bet possibly to win the Big Ten this year with that, that plus 600 look. Um, Gonzaga... Everybody's heard about them uh, dropping the game to Tennessee uh, by by double digits in the in the secret scrimmage. So um, you're gonna have Tom Izzo uh, out there ready to coach, you know. Um, and we're gonna see what this Gonzaga team and and Michigan State's really made out of. I mean, this is two teams that you're probably gonna see in the tournament later on in the year. Um, uh, and just really the first great college basketball game where you can sit down. You can watch two great head coaches battle it out um, and try and figure their teams out early in the year. Now, what I will say is these early games don't mean everything. A couple years back, we saw Duke with the Zion team absolutely throttle Kentucky. Kentucky was still fine that year. Not great, but they were still a fine team. Just because your team doesn't look great in the first week of the year doesn't mean that they're not going to figure it out, right? Um, But great game to watch right away. Gonzaga. Michigan State, two powerhouse, two great programs in the past really 15, 20 years, uh, ready to duke it out at 5.30 on Friday night. Um, next one we got, we got Florida State versus UCF. Florida State's a team that I've been high on. I've talked about it. UCF's going to be a good team this year. Uh, I like Florida State to, to take care of it. I, I, You know, offense takes a little bit to travel. Offense takes a little bit to to figure out as the year goes on in basketball. Defense is something that you pretty much have from day one, and I think that's where UCF is going to struggle against Florida State. Florida State's defense is just going to be absolutely nasty. They're long, they're lanky, they're ready to go to start the year, and I'm excited to watch this Florida State team be fully healthy finally and get an early season win that, you know, is is probably going to be a good win. It's at Florida State, Um, so – when you get into a little bit later of the year, depending on UCF's how UCF is doing, um, you're going to see how some of them like quad one, quad two wins 
um, figure themselves out. And I think if Florida State can get a solid quad two win, if UCF can work into that quad two uh, quad two section, then uh, I think I think we're gonna get a really good positive start to Florida State's year. Another interesting game, just because of one of the players that's in it, uh, you got Michigan versus Eastern Michigan at 8 o'clock on Friday night. Uh, Amani Bates, a lot of controversy around him. We're going to see him on a big stage against Michigan, who's the number 22 team in the country at Michigan. Um, Amani Bates from Michigan. And and we're going to see what they're made out of. Obviously, Hunter Dickinson um, for Michigan is one of the National Player of the Year candidates, John Wooden candidates. and um, him and Amani won't be guarding each other at all. You know, Hunter's more of a big guy, Amani more out on the wing, but still always fun to see two great players square off earlier in the year. And I'm just excited to see what version of Amani Bates we're going to see this year. Last year, we saw a really shaky version of Amani Bates. I'm sure he didn't even expect to be in college at this point. He thought he was going to be a one and done, and that just did not work out for him. Um, we got to see Amani Bates be healthy for a full year. We got to see him be engaged in every single game, no matter how big or how small the game. And he's going to have to be the leading scorer for Eastern Michigan, obviously, this year. And I do think if Amani Bates is a good game, I mean, I think I think it's possible that uh, Eastern Michigan can go in and, and cause some trouble for the Wolverines at 8 o'clock on Friday night. So definitely one to keep your eye on. And then the last one to keep your eye on on Friday night, it's a late game. Not a Pac-12 after dark, Neither, no Pac-12 teams playing, but we got BYU versus San Diego State at San Diego State. San Diego State expected to do great this year. Um, a lot of people already have them as a lock for the tournament. Um, they think they're going to be outstanding. And then we got BYU, who has, interesting enough, two players from the class of 2020 that are going to be playing their first games this year, um, part of the whole – uh, BYU with the with the Mormon uh, stuff. Sometimes they have to go out on mission trips for the first two years after you turn 18. That's what these two guys had to do. So now they're at BYU. They're going to be 20, 20, 20 to 21 years old as freshmen. Um, and I'm just excited to see excited to see what they can do. Uh, being a little bit older guys, BYU is going to be I think a little bit of a sneaky team this year. Uh, so a really good matchup late at night where you've already watched a great a great slate of basketball at 5.30 with Zaga and Michigan State, 6 o'clock with Florida State and UCF, 8 o'clock with Michigan and Eastern Michigan, and then you get around the night out with BYU and San Diego State. That's going to be an absolute fun game to watch. Make sure you're tuning into that. It's at San Diego State, which I think is very important because we've seen in the past couple of years, BYU has been able to travel into places and and, and cause ruckus, cause, cause harm to, to other teams. So, very interesting there, that game. Uh, I'm sure the line will be in favor of San Diego State, uh, but so they're going to be the favorite twin of the game, but, but we'll have to check that out. Now, we got three bets, college basketball bets. We're going to end, end the podcast with this today. Three great bets uh, for the opening night of college basketball. We're going to start it off with 6 o'clock on Monday night. We got Winthrop versus Penn State. Penn State minus 13.5 to Winthrop. I like Winthrop in this game at plus 13.5. Penn State, not a great team traditionally in the Big Ten, a team that you usually see some early season struggles with. And I can see this one uh, be one where Winthrop goes into Penn State and gets one early. Uh, it's, it's going to be fun. 
Winthrop's, Winthrop's a team to watch this year, a possible small school to make the tournament that could go on one of them Cinderella stories if they have the stuff rolling at the right time. So I really do like Winthrop plus 13 and a half to go into Penn State and win on Monday at 6 o'clock. Second one, we don't have many of these left. I'm, I'm sure many of you listening have been taking them for a long time because they're absolute locks year in and year out. We got IUPUI versus Iowa State on Monday at 7 o'clock, IUPUI unders. They are bad. This is going to be the worst college basketball team in the nation this year. IUPUI is not even going to have a college basketball program in two years. It came out earlier this year. They're disbanding the college basketball program. IUPUI, they were in January of last year, they were holding tryouts for guys to get on their basketball team during the middle of the season. IUPUI is going to be bad. A lot of people are expecting a down year from Iowa State. Even last year when Iowa State was decent, Really, all they were doing is just playing really good defense and holding teams to low-scoring games. Uh, I like the IUPUI Iowa State under 127 total points Monday at 7 o'clock. Make sure to lock that one in. That one is as good as it's going to get. Um, another one that I like here, we got Memphis versus Vanderbilt on Monday night. Uh, a really interesting game uh, early in the year. And I like uh, I like, I like Memphis. Minus one and a half. That that's definitely a game to look at. Uh, first night of college basketball season. It's gonna be a fun one to watch. We're gonna see Coach Penny Hardaway um, and see what he can do. So let, let's let's take a look at Vandy losing Scottie Pippen Jr. last year, who was their entire offensive production throughout the whole year. When he didn't play well, they played absolutely terrible and looked absolutely terrible. He's moved on to a professional career now. Uh, Memphis obviously lost to Monty Bates, but they're Penny Hardaway recruits so good that they bring in big time names every single year and big time talent. So uh, Memphis only getting one and a half points, even though it's at Vanderbilt, which is a weird stadium. They have, they have those weird, I mean, it's a, it's a very large baseline. Fans aren't close um, and a, and a weird sideline that it's, it's just a very odd game to watch. I like Memphis going in here, being ready to start the year when last year they weren't ready to start the year. Look for them to go into Vandy at Monday at seven o'clock and take them down. Uh, so that's the final bet that we have for Monday night is Memphis minus one and a half. So you go through that again. Winthrop versus Penn State. I like Winthrop plus 13 and a half. IUPUI versus Iowa State. I love the under 127 total points in that game. Finishing it out with Memphis at Vandy. I like Memphis minus one and a half points to go and get a power five win at Vanderbilt early in the year. As always, thanks for listening. We are going to have throughout the college basketball season podcast episodes every single Monday and Friday. They're probably going to come out in the evening. Time may vary a little bit. We'll try and get something locked in as soon as I can figure that out. I will let you guys know. Uh, Make sure, always gamble responsibly again. Bet your whole house on it, though, at the same time. you got to make money somehow. Uh, So thanks for listening. Again, college basketball bets every single night of the week at March of the Start uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Those bets will be out there. Um, Have a good one. Thanks for listening.